This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you would live like Jesus and share his love. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Radiant Reflections with Pastor Ryan Bibb, Pastor Josh Harma, myself, Pastor Josh Brown. We're thankful for every listener of this podcast. Today, we're continuing with season two of the Radiant Reflections podcast, specifically our discussion on death and dying. Today, Pastor Ryan, Josh, and myself discuss some of the misnomers surrounding death, some of the Christianese sort of ideas surrounding death that may not be founded in the Bible. Stay with us as we unpack what the scriptures have to say about these issues. Here's Ryan, Josh, and myself with Radiant Reflections. Welcome to another episode of Radiant Reflections. My name is Josh Harrell, one of your hosts, joined once again by Pastor Ryan. Bib. Greetings. Nice. You were even, you were quicker on it that time, I, and I went low. I was experimenting. I was like, I mean, instead of going high when I say it, Pastor Ryan Bib, I went low. I don't know nice. if you caught that or not. I but, did. Uh, you were it was just different. You were so <laughs> messing with people. Well, hey, we are in a series about death and dying here in Radiant Reflections, and today we wanted to dig into some uh, bad ideas, in a sense, about death. These are things that you, you've maybe heard, you know, spoken at a funeral or, you know, a loved one, whether you, you know somebody that passed away and maybe you've said these things. Uh, first and foremost, our, our goal here is not to make you feel like a terrible human being if you've ever used any of these things. Um, it's just to try to maybe help us orient our ideas about death a little bit more in line with scripture uh, and what we know uh, and maybe talking about some things that we don't know, but, you know. Looking well, I think so many of these sayings, we use it as coping mechanisms to handle death, which is unnatural, never part of God's plan. And so, excuse me, um, this episode is brought to you unofficially by Coke Zero, <laughs> as it's giving me a little indigestion. Oh, there you um, go. I don't know, do we want them to sponsor us? <laughs> if it gives you indigestion, maybe oh, we don't want true. them to. I haven't had Coke Zero in a while. That's... Um, but yeah, I think sometimes we just have, I'm going to say, Christian cliches, sayings that we just say, even though there is no, the theologically it's really bad, but uh, we say it to cope with things. And uh, so that's what we're going to tackle. And yes, you probably have said many of these before, and that's all right. I have too, actually. Um, but we just want to tackle and sit there and really wonder, like, is, is that true? Why do we say that? Like, where do we get that from? And uh, see what God's word has to say on these sayings. Okay. So the first one uh, we're going to jump into is uh, the statement, heaven just gained another angel. Yeah, not true. <laughs> Shut we, down. We are, <laughs> moving we on. are not angels. When we die, we, we don't become angels. Um, so... I mean, I guess when we say that, we actually could mean like angel, like they were so awesome here, you know, type thing. Like we have the same, you were such an angel, you know. Um, if we mean it that way, like having gained an awesome person, sure. But literally an angel with now, you know, they're up there with wings and a harp. Like, no, when we die, we don't become angels. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't 
Sorry. I this just, may be a really quick, short podcast. The way yeah. we can. No, so we're just okay, going to make statement. Nope, not true. <laughs> I wish I had the Family Feud uh, programmed on my <laughs> that pad would be here. Awesome. So as soon as Ryan said no, I could have hit that button. I just I missed it there. <laughs> no, no, hey, next time. Next time. All right. Uh, the next one. No, why are you laughing? I, I don't remember. You said something. I was just like, that's that's hilarious to me. I'm tired. I'm really tired. So I, I think that's, too. I'm coming, I'm getting like that tired goofiness. Uh, and it's tired and it's probably getting a little hungry. Wait, I am. I, I just had a little, like a beef stick uh, that did not uh, fill my hunger. All right. So let's move on to the next statement. Grandma or grandpa or uncle Bob or dad or Fred, the grocery guy is looking down on us. <laughs> Dig it because this now because I will say this one gets this a little bit used more harder than that other one because there are actually people that would bring a a passage from scripture to the table on this one so just knee jerk reaction though like before we you, get into the passage that probably people take it from my knee jerk reaction. Two things. Number one, we don't fully know, actually. Scripture never actually says if we can or cannot, which we'll look at that one verse. But my knee-jerk reaction is number two, no. Grandma is not looking down on us. Uh, knee-jerk reaction is why would they ever want to? They are in perfection, in paradise, and looking down on a broken, sinful world. And what would be the purpose of it of looking down um oh well grandma's missing me well no <laughs> she's in he she's not she can't wait for you to join her but she's not up there sitting there mourning and weeping we know there's no mourning and weeping in heaven so no um that's my knee-jerk reaction because i know you're going to go into the scripture where people probably pull this idea out so, so the passage that is sometimes brought to the, the, the conversation here is Hebrews 12, verse 1, which says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So that is what will sometimes uh, get brought up in this conversation. They say, well, no, like it says we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, right? So they're... they're witnessing they're watching us uh so grandma is looking down on me like i mean how do you how do you navigate that uh particular passage in a way that is uh in line with your statement that no grandma's not looking down on you well i think um i think where we get it wrong slightly and and i could be wrong but i look at the original con biblical context that it's written in and that that's um greek there and the greek word is witness. The problem here is when we use the English word witness, we say, I see, right? It's a result of me having evidence of seeing something. Um, but oftentimes that Greek word is used as testimony. It's referring as a witness or the testimony. So you literally, this is where I, I would side on the idea of maybe perhaps there's a better word, English word there that we may have just, we used witness. And I think it should actually be testimony there just because that exact same Greek word was used previous and after in Hebrews that literally got translated as testimony and not witness. Um, so literally you could sit there and say, 
um, you're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses simply means that those in the past when they died, um, they successfully witnessed or had a testimony to their faith on earth that we made it into heaven type thing. And not as there's a great cloud of witnesses up there staring down, witnessing everything you're doing here on earth. Um, because I go back to the thing of why I, and God thinks way bigger than me. And I'm very <laughs> thankful for that, but I don't understand why, why God would sit there and go, go ahead. You're in perfection, but look down at the misery, broken sinfulness of the world and what your loved ones are enduring and the pain and the suffering and maybe the sin that they're living into. Um, I think if, if the loved ones are able to look down, if they are, I think they're cheering us on um, rather because they can't mourn in heaven. So they're not like, oh my gosh, my dear grandson's wayward. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't think grandma's looking down. <laughs> I, I just, nope, I don't think so. Okay. Well, and actually, and on that, on that Hebrews passage, right, that verse starts out, therefore, since we, you know, and that's the that's one of those rules of, of context, right? Whenever you see that word, therefore, you need to go figure out what it's there for. <laughs> and this is <laughs> this, a knee slapper. This is coming off of uh, Hebrews chapter eleven, which is what we call the Hall of Faith. You know, mm-hmm. or, you know these these uh, individuals that we see in Scripture. You know, from you know, there's a whole list of characters in there. But anyways, you know, one way to look at that is to say they just listed this whole group of people and then getting into your you know what you were saying about the testimony each one of these people has a testimony of how in the midst of suffering through crazy life circumstances uh god proved faithful and through that they stayed faithful to god because they they are in a sense proof that we can do this yep do it run the race with perseverance is what you know what the writer of hebrews says um you know so yes it's not necessarily that they're they're sitting there watching us it's that they they can bear witness to it's actually it's a legal term yeah you know the word that we use for witness there uh they can bear witness to the fact that god is faithful and that he he is with you in the midst of uh difficult circumstances testimony to the faith of yeah. following jesus yeah. right there yeah yeah, yeah. jb I, you want to uh, or Ryan, you were gonna I was just going to say, I don't want grandma looking down at certain times. Like, <laughs> I just, that's grandma, just weird. Close, close that's your weird. eyes. Close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> JB, we're, I had never heard that perspective before because the, I think the context dictates when it says surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, it is in direct reference to chapter 11. Chapter 11. So it's yes. just saying, what's the record? The, yes. And specifically, it can mean martyr record. Mm-hmm. The death record, you know, the testimony of what we just read in chapter 11. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, but Grandma, I will say this from a biblical perspective, we fully can't say 100%. Sure. Right. And that's, that's going to be true of a lot of yeah. things, you know, in, in this conversation, you know, because we, we don't have a lot of details. Um, but just because it's not in there doesn't mean that we should, oh, well, of course, you know, it doesn't say so. Grandma is looking down on me. But what can I say? I'm going to back up because what comfort does that bring you? Because the only comfort I have is that, you know what? I know both my grandparents, my grandmas have passed away, right? My, my last living grandma passed away a month ago. 
I know, and I am very thankful that both of them were followers of Jesus. Mm. I am 100% where my faith and where my, where I stand, I'm grateful that they're in heaven. But I take no hope knowing they're looking down upon me. My hope is in Jesus Christ, not a deceased loved one looking down upon me. Do you think, though, you know, because in, in episode 58, when we talked about, you know, the, the loss, the, that pain of loss, and, you know, we miss their presence, do you, do you think it's a comfort because in some way, even if it's not actually uh, changing circumstances, when we, when we use that, you know, we're, we're all sitting around the table at Christmas, we say, oh, grandma's probably looking down on us. In some way, we trick ourselves into some semblance of what it was like when grandma was there. I don't. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I do. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, it's it's a coping mechanism. But it's, it is. Okay, it's so, like, oh, yeah. Just, well, I still get to, it's a saying that we have, I still get a part of her on earth. I'm holding out a little bit of her here. So let's dig into that a little bit, though. So if most of these things that we're looking at are used as a sense of hope or comfort, if they aren't based in reality, I don't, it's, it's, in a sense, it's false hope. Like, is that something we should avoid? Right? I mean, we do that. Well, hey, I say I it because say it, only hope is in Jesus Christ. Yeah, not say, these oh, false hey, things like, that we say I'm going to say this because it makes us feel better. Right. Eh, but should, should we avoid those things because it's... I would it's say not yes. True hope. I would say yes. Okay. We're giving people false hope. Absolutely. Hey, hope in Jesus Christ, and we think the Lord Grandma is in heaven right now. And you know what I can bank on though? That I know both my grandpa my grandmas prayed for me like crazy. Mm. And it's like I can go to that bank and get that return of that prayer that grandma prayed for me. Like I know I was covered in prayer, and there's probably a if you will, figuratively, there's like this massive deposits of prayer that both my grandparents prayed for me that I can kind of, I know that, that, that to me is more, I have that rather than their eyes are staring at me right now, sitting in this chair next to you doing a podcast. I don't know why they would be able to. It goes back to that. <laughs> I mean, think I get have stuck on that. Why? Do, better thing. I mean, you're in the you're in glory. You're in perfection. Although, dude, the greatest thing yeah. ever, dude. Talk about marketing, though, dude. We've got people in heaven listening to Radio Reflections right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's not a, like. I don't actually think that. But I mean, that would be a cool marketing. Even even heaven is listening to Radio Reflections. <laughs> Which. This next saying is very, this is one I hear a lot as well. So this one actually brings it like even more. Not only is, you know, the, the, your, your loved one who has died, not only are they looking down on you, but this one brings it into the, brings in the idea that they are in some capacity. It, it blends things. It yeah. blends the looking down. It blends the having just gained another angel. Yeah. And, and this is where you say, oh, well, like so-and-so deceased friend, deceased loved one. They're my guardian angel. Yep. Uh, tackle that one. Nope. For us. <laughs> Again, Where's that first of all, it goes Jamie? back to, we aren't created as angels. When we die, we don't become an angel. Therefore, no, they are not your guardian angel. Well, I know my mom is with me. No, she is not. She is in heaven, in the presence of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. They're not with us. They're not. 
I think this one actually perhaps is a little more dangerous hmm. than Un- unpack that. Unpack that. Be- here's why. Be- because I I would say I. <laughs> JB is nodding over there, so he agrees. Well, then let you. JB speak while I gather my words. I, if he, I, has. I agree completely that that's dangerous. Um, and all of these coping mechanisms that you're speaking to, they are a subtle cultural denial of death. They're there, hmm. and, and when we deny that's death, that's good. That's, that's when really we deny death, what are we denying? We're actually denying what God says about sin. Yep. When we deny what God says about sin, we don't need Jesus anymore. Yep. So there's a gospel challenge deeply rooted in these mechanisms that that is a way for us to kind of thumb our nose at God and say, you know, God, what you said about sin isn't true um, when it is. Mm. The penalty of sin is death. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm glad we give you a mic. <laughs> and here's the thing, though. If we were, if we were meant to be guardian angels— you would have been created and designed to be an angel and not a human being right. here on planet Earth. That's simple. But I do like the idea that, yeah, it's a subtle denial of death. We have to deal with death. So is hair dye. It. <laughs> <laughs> I was breaking tension. I was breaking tension right there. I tell my wife all the time, you know, we're both in our early 40s, so she's dying her hair. I'm saying, Honey, you're just denying the fact that you're going to die one day. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I can't wait. I love getting salt and pepper, man. I love the little grays that are coming in. I was like, yeah, yeah. No. But again, audience, uh, please hear us. We, we realize that. But we're just trying to help navigate something that is very painful. Death is painful. But at the same time, let's hit it on the head and call what it is. I, I've said, even as a pastor and forgive me audience i i've said in a funeral this sucks mm-hmm. now i know not everyone likes the word sucks but i want to sit there and enter into the family says you guys are suffering right now mm-hmm. and it does because it was never part of god's original plan and this sucks that we have to face loved ones who have passed away but let's also try to get correct theology in the midst of that um so we don't deny the full gospel. No, it's good. So real quick, I don't know if we can handle it real quick, right? The whole idea of guardian angels, and, and I don't know if we have time to totally unpack that, unless it's just like a like buzzer. Because uh, <laughs> I, I well, uh, do we get to that in the heaven discussion? Oh, uh, we can maybe we'll maybe. maybe we'll bump that. We can pass that on. I okay. Were we going to do a podcast on angels and demons? It's not outside the realm of possibility. Okay. This All one's right. called debunking death. Yeah. This is this is more about death. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So yeah, let, yeah. let's let's uh, thank you, JB, for keeping us misconceptions on track. about death. Just reading yeah. the trello not card, angels. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on that. Um, but there are roles that angels play. There are specific roles angels have. Again, not human <laughs> angels. Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.